You are listening to Baseball Zealot Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. My name is Tom Elsop, and I'm coming to you from Urbana, Illinois. How are you doing? We're coming up on the uh, college baseball season, and I thought uh, today we have... We would uh, bring on Brian Foley. Brian Foley uh, has the college baseball blog. Uh, I I do my best to keep up with the Illini, and um, but if I want to go to a college what college baseball website, I like to go to the college baseball blog. So, uh, Brian Foley, welcome to the Baseball Zelt Radio. Thank you, Tom, for having me. You know, it's it's always a pleasure to talk about college baseball when it's snowing outside in Massachusetts, <laughs> where I'm from. So it's always a pleasure. So. Right. Yeah, you and I have been in uh, email contact uh, for about uh, oh god, about a year, year and a half now, and uh, finally yeah, yeah, at least that. So right, we get a chance to actually talk. So, uh, well, give me uh, a sense of uh, where what what your background is and how the college baseball blog uh, came about. My background is um, I I went to college. I'm in like sports management, so I have a lot of background in sports administration type thing. So when I got out of college. I started going to college baseball games, um, and I said, oh, maybe I could start a website up, and eventually people started going to it, and then, you know, I decided to move it on to my own website, which is the college baseball blog now, so, and we get tons of hits and do tons of information for scouts in the areas and stuff, and this, so this I can't good. believe, I, go ahead. Uh, so that's good that uh, the address out right now, before we forget, it's the collegebaseballblog.com. Yeah, that, uh, yep, that's That'd be important. That's and we'll put that to address in the show notes as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, you do get a, a, a goodly amount of uh, uh, traffic on that website. I've seen your stats, and you get a lot of uh, people on your website. Um, did what? What do you, what do you think um, attributes to the amount of uh, traffic on your website? I think the main issue is there's not as much coverage of college baseball as there is some other sports. Our traffic goes up significantly during, like, right around the Major League Baseball draft. Like, you know, people are searching like crazy for the top prospects in the country. You know, like the Pedro Alvarez's and Justin Smokes in the SEC. But, like, uh, there's so much, there's no coverage. It's like CFTV and Rivals are, like, the only two sites that actually cover college baseball. And, of course, Baseball America is pretty much the best on, you know, destination. So we're pretty much the only independent site that exclusively covers college baseball day right. in and day out. So that, that's what I you thought know, when when I saw your site oh year yeah. year and a half ago and I I ran across it and other than uh you know Big Ten Hardball which only covers Big Ten, I thought this this site is the only one I can think of that at the time covered yeah. college baseball throughout the whole country. And I thought well, you know, this is one I'm, you know, I'm going to bookmark, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and it is yeah, an excellent but, site. You're, it's but, visually appealing. It covers yeah. the, the gamut throughout the country. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, you, you, and you do, you do an excellent job with it. Um, what, my biggest issue. Do, how do you well, aggregate all the news? I and mean, if you, how do you do your research without giving away? Um, I do I do mostly the ACC in Northeast because I live in Massachusetts, and uh, Boston College made the big move to the ACC, so I get to see some major college baseball at the Boston College. Uh-huh. And I cover a lot of the Northeast region and Southeast because 
So that's where I can get most of my information. Sure. I have also a guy in Texas, Donald Boyles, who covers basically Texas and the Big 12. And I got another guy in New York City that covers a lot about Vanderbilt because he's a Vanderbilt graduate. And I got a couple other guys that do some other stuff for me, but okay. I, those are our three big guys that do most of our work. So okay. they do most of the, you know, we, we have contacts with coaches throughout the country that, you know, help us out with doing interviews and stuff like that, which I've been doing throughout the season. I think I'm up to like 13, 14 interviews right now. And I okay. just, my most recent one was with, uh, Notre Dame head coach there, um, Dave Schwedge, I think is his name. So he's, he, he was an excellent interview for my site. So should drive some traffic to us. All right. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, college baseball. Um, why don't we start a little bit about the uh, postseason from last year? Um, your take on uh, um, what what happened, and and uh, were you surprised and, and all that? All I really know, pretty much, is that Michigan made it from the uh, to the postseason from uh, from the Big Ten. You forget you forget that Ohio State made the tournament last year too. I think they're on the A and M regional down there in um, oh, College Station. They made it down there and they they got knocked out. In the- you know, in the regional they got round, knocked, but, um, knocked out pretty quick, though. I think, right? Was yeah, that, they got knocked out pretty quickly. They, I think, um, Lafayette, um, Louisiana Lafayette right. was down there also, right, right. Which is a very strong Sun Belt team that yeah. probably will be competing for something this year also. But um, Michigan to go down to Vanderbilt with David, facing David Price and extra innings and hitting a home run off of him, that was I could not believe that that happened. Right, right. And then you know, and then they go, then they have to go out to Oregon State, and you know, I think it was. Did Putnam throw that? I think Putnam threw that one hitter against him. He ended up losing the game against Oregon State, oh, and then they actually right. lost game two. It was super, yeah. You know, super. And I could not believe that Oregon State actually made all the way to the Caldwell State final and won yeah, it again. Yeah. Are, they, are they known for being a baseball powerhouse? Uh, they're, they're developing the powerhouse. They That's are? one of the okay. reasons. Cause when they're I heard developing name, it. Because I remember hearing their name. I, remember, I was thinking, I don't ever remember hearing them. In the past, as being a baseball, you know, power. They become like a power. They right. become a power last five years. You know that guy Jacoby Ellsbury that plays for my uh, my okay. Red Sox up here. Sure, sure. He played at Oregon State. Was an excellent player, yeah. but they couldn't get out of the super regional round that year. His his junior year. Right. So, but um, Casey, uh, I think Pat Casey up there has developed a powerhouse program, which has led to Oregon restarting their program next season. Which I could, which is, they're building one of the best teams in the country right now. Okay. And that should be, they'll start up next season and they, they were able to hire George Horn out of Cal State Fullerton to go up there for some big money. So it's unbelievable what they've done. And, you know, North Carolina is North Carolina. They just keep, um, putting out those prospects. Sure. So, yeah. you know, Oregon State actually beat North Carolina in the final last year, so for the second straight year. So right. North Carolina is always a powerhouse right now in the ACC. They developed with the Andrew Mills, Daniel Bard, um, and they got one of the top freshmen in the country coming in this year, Matt Harvey, out of um, Connecticut, who should have been a first round draft pick. So, right, right. Yeah, I, I can go on all day. So oh, I'm sure you could. I know a lot about these teams. No, I know a lot about some of these teams. So that's sure. what I want to say. So what's um what's your take on on this um, upcoming year? We've got uh, the as I understand it, the schedule um, um begins pretty much um like this month, That's right? Second, that was twenty second the official start date now. Right. So my take on the I think one of the best things that was and there's some tests, but they they're very good. So you know they make. 
upstairs last game, and up with a couple of tough games to UCR and other class. And they, okay, the Virginia Cavaliers have one of the best pitchers in the country, Jacob Thompson. And he's not getting as much preseason press as the other guys, but he's gone 14, he went 14 and 0 last season, 1.5 ERA. I think he's only lost four games in his first two seasons. So he should be one of the top pitchers. The biggest issue there is going to be their hitting, so. Oh, there's a lot of good teams, and it should be wide open just like every single year. Right, right. College baseball, whoever's got the best pitching on that day can win the game. So, you know. Right. You know, and Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and South Carolina are the two best in the SEC by far, with Justin Smoke leads South Carolina. He looks like a Mark Taylor type body, big guy, switching guy. And you got Pedro Alvarez, who's been crushing the ball ever since he Step foot on Vanderbilt's campus, and either one of them should be the first, the first or second overall pick in the draft in 2008. So okay. we should see what happens. And I think that's about it I can take it right now. What What's your take on? I, I suppose I should be asking Brian to on Cousin about this, but uh, what's your take on the, the Big Ten? Have you got do you uh, do you follow the Big Ten a whole lot? I follow the Big Ten off and on, you know, a little bit here and there. Right, you know, Michigan, you know, Michigan with Putnam is you right. know. They're ranked right now, you know, should, I know. Yeah. He, he should be good. You know, Michigan should be good. In Ohio State, he had one of the best recruiting classes in the country two years ago. So they, those kids should be coming up and commit, you know, playing major minutes, not minutes, major time in the field. And after that, so they should be able to compete with Michigan day in and day out. It should be between those two. And Minnesota is always strong. So they bring some big team, big time teams into that um Gary Queen tournament every year. I think Pepperdine's in it this year. I think there's a few other good teams. And, you know, um, Illinois, yeah, they lost, um, their big pitcher there, the ace. I'm forgetting his name right now. Oh, I know. Uh, I am forgetting his name right now. But he, they lost him to academics, so Illinois is a little unsettled at, in pitching and the catching position is a little bit wide open with, um, Davis leaving the program. So. So. Let's see what's yeah. going on. It may, maybe uh, up in the air right now with uh, uh, with that and and just uh, losing, of course, you know, losing Lars Davis and, and a few other veterans from last year. But uh, um, uh, so what, what's to say here that uh, uh, I heard that Mich- Michigan Wolverines were playing playing the Mets in uh, in the um, uh, in the, uh, spring training baseball. In, uh, for, uh, later on this month. Now, is that a common thing for college baseball teams to play? To play yeah, it's, I mean, it, I know Ford, Ford is going to do it too. University of Florida. Yeah. Well, uh, Boston College and Northeastern are also playing the Red Sox this year. Okay. They play them every year. They play them every year down there in Fort Myers. Okay. Um, I believe, I believe actually the biggest one is Virginia Tech is actually hosting the Yankees in mid-March. A spring training game. Okay. Because um, they donated a ton of money because of the um, tragedy last year on campus. So they're actually coming up and having a game up at Virginia Tech, which is great for Peter Hughes down there at Virginia Tech, the old um, BC coach. He um, he was able to get the Yankees to come up and play a game. So we should see how that goes. How, 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 um, do, trying to think, how do college teams usually do in those? Uh, a few years ago, uh, my, the Miami Hurricanes actually beat the Marlins the year they won the World Series. <laughs> so sometimes you can get a little bit. Right. The, the professional plays, you know, don't take it as seriously because they play like one or two innings. Right. And they'll put the, you know, minor leaguers in. 
in the quality college baseball is double A and, you know, double A and single A, right. you know, high single A. So most kids can play a little bit. So we should see what happens, but it can, you know, some of the major college programs, I believe Florida State's playing the Phillies this year also. Right. Like I, I wouldn't put a pass Florida State or Miami mm. to be able to beat someone, some of these sure, teams. Sure. Because, the, you know, they're playing major league players. They're not taken seriously. They're only playing a couple innings here and there. And once they put the double A and single A kids in there to fill, just fill the time, right, right. you know, things can happen at the end of the game. So it's really good for the kids to get to, get to see major league pitching. Like, um, like DC kid Johnny A is, who's the punter on the football team, played baseball last season, gets a double off Matthew Zach and he's got media all around him. And it's like crazy. <laughs> and the kid, you go to BC baseball and there's like a hundred people there. There's right, no one right. at all. Okay. So it's like, this kid getting attacked by media. And I, when I <laughs> talked to the coach, the BC coach, about, like, you know, dealing with the media and stuff, he's like, you're the only, talking about my site, saying I was like, the only media had a contact. And once they found out they had a face after that, all the Japanese media jumped all on top of them. They're like, oh, let's go. We got to get on, you know, we got to find out what the deal is with this team. So. Right, right. It's kind of funny, so. That's you funny. Know. Do you, have, you know, but. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to ask you if you had the, um, uh, if you have you want to take it, take it, um, any, any possible, uh, predictions on who might be picked in next year's, uh, first year, first year player draft out of the college in, uh, uh, next July? Uh, who might okay. be there for first round? Who might be picked in the first round and, and that kind of thing? A lot of times they're, they're from out right out of high school, but sometimes they may, they're, you know, they may be college players, um, who who will be the, the uh, top players picked out of high, uh, the college ranks? The best two um, hitters in the country, it's not even close. It's Justin Smoke, who plays for South Carolina. I had a chance to see him down the Cape two summers ago. The kid's huge. He's 6'4", 225, switch hitter. Hits with power from both sides of the plate. I like him personally more than um, Pedro Alvarez uh-huh. out of Vanderbilt. But, you know, it's different scout. Um, Pedro Alvarez is a third baseman. He's got, he's very suspect in the field, but, you know, he hits, he kills the ball at the plate. I think he's, he hit like 24 homers this freshman year. And last season, I believe he hit like something like 18. I could be wrong on the numbers, but he's pretty close on those numbers. Right. He can absolute, he can just hit. You know, like he can just hit. He actually was like a fourth or fifth round pick for the Red Sox two years ago. And he decided to go, go to Vanderbilt instead. Um, for the pitches, um, I love Jacob Thompson out of Virginia. Oh, the kid's big, yeah. The kid's big. He's got down, good downward action on his um, fastball. Everything gets hit right into the ground. A little bit like Dak Lowe type. He's not going to strike out ton guys, but he'll get out in the major leagues. He'll make it to the major leagues. Um, um the kid out San Diego Napsu, I might be saying his name wrong, but he's he's a big left-handed pitcher, six six. He's been striking out. I think he struck out like over 150 guys last year in 100 innings. So he can pitch. I haven't had a chance to see some of these guys because, but Thompson I saw last year. Thompson I saw last year and he looked really good. Um, Alan Crow out of Missouri, really strong right-handed pitcher. He, he was, he didn't have that strong, um, summer down the Cape in his soft, between his freshman and sophomore year. But last year he was down the Cape between his sophomore and junior year, throwing over 95 miles an hour. Having a great curveball, wow. and the scouts loved him. He was rated as number one prospect down the Cape last summer. So he he should be right up there in the top ten, competing for that you know a high draft pick 
Um, there's a few other pitches here and there that you could, you know, pick out. I'm trying to think right now here. I might hear it. There's a kid out of Eastern Kentucky, Christian Frederick, that's pretty strong, too. Okay. So, just um, the name. I have to name ask you, do you follow or, or go to um, baseball games, you know, on a regular basis yourself? Which ones do you go to? Oh. Um... Since I'm in Massachusetts, I can pretty much get to anywhere in New England within two hours. Okay. So I pretty I attend Boston College, Northeastern, Harvard, Holy Cross, Brown, okay. Yale. I'm trying to think. And <laughs> which, a few others. Which, which ones do you? Which team do you do you personally root for, or do you stand back and not do that? I tend to see Boston College more. Okay. Because um, the main reason why I see DC so much. Is that they play the best? They play the best teams in the country. Okay, that's the main reason. But you know, I don't really, I don't, you know, I care that they win and lose because it's always fun to watch a winning team. Right, but, exactly. You know, sure. Yeah, it's always fun to watch a winning, you know, winning team. But, but well, if, I, I'll attend anything pretty much. I, right, I attended right. the Ivy League championship last year. I attended the Northeast Conference championship okay. game between Monmouth and Saskatchewan State. Uh-huh. I'm all and I and I also did I also covered the Division Two regional up in Wings uh, New Hampshire between Franklin Pierce and Brian Call. Uh Brian University you now they changed the name. So right. you know, I'm all over the place. I love it. So I right. like you know, my weekends uh Friday through Sunday of just watching college baseball That's all over awesome. the place. And that, trying to see as many games as possible. That which is, is great. you know, fun. It's fun. If it's good weather. If it's bad weather, it cannot be the best time to be nope. sitting there and uh Day to day. <laughs> do, do, do you watch uh, Major League Baseball, either on TV or in person? Uh, I I live in, you know, outside Boston, so right. I'm kind of a Red Sox fan, but, you know, I, I get to see the Red Sox probably about 87 of the game, so, right. you know, I do, watch, you know, watching them on TV, ticket prices are way too expensive for oh. me to go spend money on. <laughs> now, last, last year I attended, I think, uh, 35 college games. Sure. I paid for a ticket once. What, 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 what do you think are the differences, um, both positive and negative? This is sort of a philosophical question, but of college and major, major league baseball. You know, the, the talent level is the biggest issue. Uh-huh. But the biggest, you know, the games and the game in college is more of a small ball activity. Uh-huh. So, you know what I mean. So that's it, the biggest it, issue to me. To, to you, is that? More fun, or, or, or is, that, is that just? A... I think it's more fun because the kids are playing for the love of the game, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, what I mean, instead of playing for the major league contract. So. Right. I, I guess I enjoy enjoy going to college games because I can, I can go right up to the. In my case, it's a you know the left field fence, and I can yeah. be like ten feet away from their dugout, and I can hear yeah. what's going on in their dugout. I can hear them yelling, and and when they're coming in from the field or whatever, or going out to the field, yeah. and and yelling their encouragements to each other and, and or, or whatever. <laughs> and that yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that. You actually get to, like, actually see the, you know, be with the kids. It's right, not like right. you know, you're far away from the field, you know. At, you know, some of the small places, you know, I'm not saying Illinois is small, but it's it's, it's more quaint well, than it not, is, you know. Not, you know really go down field, Florida, park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go down Florida State, it's a minor league ballpark. Right. You know, it's, it's unbelievable the facilities at Florida State, Miami, and some of these, Need ACC schools have. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I mean, down south, it's you know, I, Yeah, I'm an. I go a lot of ACC football also, so I right. tend to see some of their facilities on the road when we when I go on the road. So right. that's and, why. 
And I guess a more um, another question: where, where do you think the college baseball is going? Is headed? Now? I, I mean, I think it's exploding. With the um, Universal Stockade is just great for college baseball because uh-huh. I think these northern schools have been always put behind right. everything, like Illinois. And, you know, I'll, I'll use Illinois in a school like um, Providence, for example. Providence used to have a program back. I started, I grew up going to Providence games. But, like, Providence would go down to, like, play in Florida in February, like, 22nd, to go play, like, Miami. Miami's been playing for a month. Right. You know, games. Since, like, Miami last year started the season January, like, 30th against some Miami, some team down there. It's unbelievable. That, right. you know, how the teams back, to, you know, years ago, the Southern teams were just starting up whenever they felt like it and just start playing tons of games. They never had to play midweek games. You know, teams up here in the north, northern section of the country are playing five games a week, and the southern teams are playing only weekend series against their conference. You know, that's not fair that, you know, they can pick up all those, you know, easy wins early in the season against right. teams that haven't, haven't right. been outdoors. You know, they're killing teams 18-2. It's not worth it. You know, right. is that really competitive baseball? No. Yeah. Uh, you know, you used to aggravate me, so. But, you know, now it's changed, and I think it's 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 for the better. The rule, I don't I don't like the whole, you know, scholarship limits on plays and stuff. Because now every player has to have 33% of a scholarship. Right, right. You know, that is not really the greatest. Because some schools, you know, spread it out between players. You know, take the ball. Yeah. And, you know, limiting that a player to only 33% of a, you know, limiting them to at least a 33% of a scholarship. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot for some schools. It is, yeah. You know, some of the schools that are fully funded. You know, like Holy Cross, which is down the street from me, isn't fully funded, and they're just, you know, they can't pay, you know, thirty-two percent of a scholarship on a thirty-five thousand dollar, you know, you know, tuition bill. So, you know, that's that's a lot of money for that school. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, I I think college baseball is great. So, (laughs) (laughs) of course, I would. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we've been talking to. Brian Foley from the um he, uh from the college baseball blog. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about um what you, what's been happening on the college uh, baseball blog? You mentioned to me that uh, you've instituted a um a, a new forum on the uh, college baseball blog. Is that right? Yeah, we were thinking of doing a forum. We got it all installed on the site, but we just haven't actually officially put okay. it up yet. All right, I didn't mean that. We will be put, we will there. be putting that up in the near future, like within next week. So. We're just working out some kinks before we actually made it public to everybody. Okay. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be putting that up within the next week, and we should see how many people are going to start using it because we have tons of people that visit the site. We just need more interaction between our fans and, you, and uh, you know, and you, people like you. So and you just did a uh, uh, you just did a uh, ref, uh, did a uh, change change around the website, and I think it was fantastic. Oh. Fantastic! I like the way you. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, the new theme. New theme. Yeah. Through, uh, just, just everything looks, looks great. I um. Yeah, we we um changed over to WordPress, which is computer slang, but um WordPress is a, has been the best move I've ever made. Um, my brother actually suggested it. He said, "Oh, you you can use this thing called WordPress, and it works out fantastic. We found this great way of putting the site up. It looks organized now, and it's all this great thing." So and, and, it looks great. And I cannot believe how good it actually came out. So. And a little, a little secret here, um, when Brian did that, and I saw what it did for his site, 
you know, I decided to move our blog, thebaseballzealot.com, to WordPress as well. So I can, I can attribute my thanks to Brian for, for the impetus for us to change over to WordPress as well. So thanks, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta give, I gotta give, well, yeah, I gotta give a shout out first for this guy, um, over at Awful Announcing, Eric Adjavin. He's, he, um, contact, I contacted him first about the WordPress and he's like, oh, you gotta do a blogger. Cause I was on blogger before and right. blogger was not, Providing good enough, it was not as powerful as this right, um, WordPress right. program. I cannot say enough about WordPress. Sure, so sure. It's very customizable, but we're not talking about computers here. So, you know, yeah. computer programs. We got to talk about baseball. <laughs> you know, I don't think our listeners really like care about WordPress. <laughs> um, just being honest. Well, anything else you want to you want to talk about um, college baseball or the website or anything like that, Brian? I I I like to thank you for taking this time and you know doing this interview with me because oh, oh you know it's our we, pleasure. I like I say I've I've been meaning to have you on you know like last year we just never got around to it and I thought well this would be a, a good time to do it since it is uh, we're getting on on almost onto the uh, college uh, college baseball schedule here and I think yeah. I think Illinois uh, starts up I think like. Beginning of March, you know, Al Ogletree Classic and and yeah. Texas, I think, and that's yeah, uh, that's traditionally when they start their season down in Texas. Yeah, and then of course we have to wait about a month before we have our home 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 opener. But yeah, uh, we're used to that. We don't want to yeah. Play. Like I think I think the earliest game up here that I've seen is March fifteenth, and that was a doubleheader between two schools up here. So. Right. I won't see really a game till probably about March 20th. That's actually a conference game up here. I think okay. Northeastern yeah. home. Northeastern ha- hosts the game. Yeah, that well, weekend. It's pretty dang cold. Don't cold anyway. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it was pretty. It was pretty cold in May this last yeah, year. Yeah, I remember that last year. So I, was I, I attended uh, some 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 you know March uh, games that are in the early April games are pretty dang chilly. So yeah. But, you know, I go game, I went to a game in May last year, and it was like 85 degrees and sunny and beautiful day between Penn and Brown, the, yeah. you know, Ivy League championship. It was great. So I'd I, I love some Ivy League baseball because those kids, you know, those kids are not going to play Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. You know, there's a few here and there, but the Ivy League is a really, you know, good conference. they got good facilities, and, sure. you know, uh-huh. it's where you love the game. And, you know, Division Two, there's a Division Two conference up here in Massachusetts. Right, right. Yeah, and called Northeast Penn. They play with wood bats, and it's it's a totally different game play with wood bats when compared to metal. So yeah. we'll see. There's some kids flying around. Major League Baseball wants um, college to go to wood. So and Miles Brand is holding that back right now. So we'll see what goes on with that in the near future. So there's some moments floating around the internet. Right. We'll see what happens. So. Okay. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck this uh, this coming season and, and with with the blog and and with uh, Boston College and uh, um, yep. I'm going to uh, 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 I hope the um, just in college baseball in general. Um, yep. Let's give out the address one more time. Your uh, Brian Foley's blog is the big college baseball blog dot com. Uh, check it out. It is definitely uh, one of the few. Uh, college baseball blogs out there that is, uh, that runs the whole gamut for, uh, uh, the whole, uh, whole country, uh, as a whole, that, uh, 
that covers you know college baseball. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, Brian Foley, I sure appreciate you coming on uh, and and talking to us. Anytime you need me, I'll be I'm more than willing to talk. To awesome, you awesome. I appreciate. Right. It. Um, okay. Let me give out our email address if you guys want to talk to. Email us and let us know how we're doing, or if you have any questions or comments, you can e- email us at feedback at baseballzealotradio.com. Our voicemail number is 217-883-4571, and check out the Baseball Zealot blog. Our address is www.baseballzealot.com. Um, I think that's it, um, and we'll be putting out another show next week. Uh, we'll be talking to you later. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 